Good morning, Raboisai. Ah! Lili Nishmasi Mimirosi Rusmas Mordechai. Harness a Hoydish Muli Hecht in honor of Dovid's Latin of 200. Akiva's Holkowitz F94 Shalom Rand F202 Shloim Shmuli Davidowitz B202. All the new guys, those are Atzala guys. And the official 8 bit and Dafyomi committee. There's a sponsor of the Masechta. Masechta's Rosh Hashanah is dedicated by Yossi and Esti Elbaum and their children, Tila Ruve, and Lezech Nishmas, their mother, grandmother, Bella Wolman, Bailatzi Paribas Rebruven, whose first eyes will be on the first, on the day of the Sion Pes Kislev, Tila Saribas Esther Leo. Oh, sorry, as a schos for Shidduch, for Tila Saribas Esther Leo. She should have a Shidduch, yeah. Yal Rendler, Lili Nishmas, my mother, Ruchom Yochavit Basaron. Anonymous, Lili Nishmas, Rochli Menu. Hezach Kahano, Lili Nishmas, Obi Moir Ruven Gershon Ben Shapsay Tzemach Koyen. By Mordechai Neuhauser, Yossi Goldberg, F170, for getting me to join. A new number. By Hillel Boyer. Remember Hill Boy, a beautiful email he sent in my grandfather's yard site, Hill Ben Shraga, five of the Kornel of Rocha. I guess it's his namesake. And we are all very proud of Hillel. It's his very, very first seum that he made yesterday. So, Mazel Tov. Yaakov Badner, as a course, I told you the rebellion for all the past Mesechtas. And for starting Rosh Hashanah today on my father's yard site, Lili Nishmas, Bernaftoli Ben Menachem Mendel. Sponsored anonymously by Kalman of the Five Towns, Zechel Nishmas. Rebbe Nachim Mendel Ben Simchor, for Shleiman, for Teruven, Shlomo Ben Fruman, Dr. Dan Kaufman. The five town team is dedicated for their refuah. By Justin Ivory, that's for tomorrow. Usher Zelik Fargovitz, in honor of my friend Yosef Frischman for joining the MDY family with the new Mesechto hashtag Keep on Daffing. By Abba Rennert, in honor of Rebelli Shlita Helmi, Misaim, another Mesechto. Marcel Rattenberg, who's joining for Rosh Hashanah. Enjoy the ride. First, I would like to wish a tremendous Mazel Tov to all the Messiahim. Those who are Messiahim, many Messiahs with us. And for those who was, was their very first Messiahta, which is a tremendous Simcha, so Mazel Tov to them. I remember very vividly when my parents, they went to the hospital one day and they returned a couple days later with my brother, a little brother. The simcha was unbelievable. A new family member. Could you imagine if you multiply that simcha by 1,200 family mishpachas, people? 1,200, it's unbelievable. Let me repeat. It's not a number they could understand. 1,200 people registered. I don't even know how many other people that are not registered. Join the shear. It's a, it's a number that we can't even understand. It's like four or five chasanas worth of people in one shot. Now, we have to welcome the new guys, make them feel nice and comfortable in the mishpacha. And warn them that they're going to be people that are going to be the naysayers. And I'm sure many of you, as you went to yeshivas or outside of yeshiva, people will tell you, the daf is not for you. 
The daf is too fast. You don't retain anything. That's not the way Torah was intended to be learned. And I'm here to tell you that the proof is in the pudding. It's one person after another. It's literally like copy and paste the emails that we get every day. The daf, just the daf, just learning the daf as is, has changed my life. It's not about learning Torah. It's about becoming a better human being. It literally changes lives. People don't need to go to therapy anymore. They don't need to go to marriage counseling. They learn the daf. It's a money saver. But it's seriously... It makes you a better person. You feel better about yourself. You feel that connection to the Rabbi Shalom. It makes you a better husband and a better yid, a better employee, a better employer, a better father, everything. I'm not making this up. People write this in every day. Can't make it up. So how can you say no to that? But what's the pshat? How does it work so well? Why? Rameir Shapiro brought down to this world the Chiddush. The Dafi Yoimi. But it's not about the Daf. It's about the Yoimi. It's the consistency. It's learning Torah every single day. Every day. And we see it, if you're new to the program, we read emails at the beginning of the year, besides the first day of Anuma Sachta. You guys are off today. But the emails, people send them pictures. I remember when I, again, another hospital story. All my children went to the hospital with my wife. I had a beer, be there. She told me if I don't come, it's not going to be good. So I went. And I went empty-handed. She went with the Tehillim. I didn't know, daf, not daf. It's going to learn in a hospital. got to be there for the wife. Today, it's different. It's a shanda, bringing a kid into this world without Torah. Today, people go to the hospital one after another. doesn't matter. Hasidim, Litvaks, uh, Kippas Rugaz, they send in the pictures. They're learning their Gemara in the hospital. And their babies come into this world with Torah. It's a whole different experience. When you're traveling people, the first thing they put into their carry-ons is the Gemara. They're standing in line in Disney World. They're with a the Gemara. Just last, in the last week, two, three emails. I cannot believe that I'm the guy. Now I'm 40 years old. I'm the guy that's learning at 3 o'clock in the morning, learning on the, in the supermarket line, learning here, learning there. It changes the perspective. It changes your life. And we here have something very, very unique, and that is our mishpacha. The family... Over here, we don't judge by the type of yarmulke that people wear and the colored shirt that they have and the length of their payas, if they have a beard or not. Sometimes they judge me. <laughs> and the reason is because we're all here for one reason. One reason. We're here to serve the Rabbi Shalom in the best possible way that we know. It's not through davening and gemilas chasadim. It's through learning Torah. 
that is the best way that we know how to connect to the Rabbi Nishleilam. And we do it every single day. On Mati Shabbos, on Tisha B'Av and Ayim Kippur, every single day. Because that is the way to connect. Imagine a full day goes by and you don't connect. You don't connect. You did a little chesed. You, did, you try to do something. But you didn't connect for real. And here's the opportunity. So I'm just going to give you one tip. If you're new, and you say to yourself, well, I tried many different things, and I tried diets, and I tried, I went with all this enthusiasm, and eventually it fades away. And we, Baruch Hashem, see tremendous, tremendous retention. I, I don't know what the numbers, maybe in the high 80s. People that start, they finish Mesechtas with us. You'll see, you'll start, maybe on, on Daf Beis, there'll be a tremendous amount on YouTube, whatever, but as it's consistent, You'll see two and a half thousand views almost every day from Sechus Beitza and Sukkah. It's always, it's very consistent. Besides like a fr- Fridays I have a little bit weaker, whatever it is. But it's consistent. Why? Because of this idea. And the ideas, and I got an email yesterday from Mendel Mitt from Buenos Aires. He said, oh, I heard you gave me a shout out on, on that interview in Art Scroll, Shkoya. He says, I was an essay. I heard you say this a hundred times. But I felt it doesn't apply to me. But I was wrong. I'm here to tell the Olam that you were right. And what is it? That if you fall behind in the daf and it's going to happen on Yontif, and it's going to happen on different occasions of Simchas, etc. You just skip ahead. Don't ever try to make up the daf. It's a bad idea. Perfectionism kills the daf. And coming from a perfectionist, I'm telling you, that's what happens. You try to make it up. And you don't really make it up, and then you fall behind a little bit more, and then you owe more and more, and before you know it, the hole is too big. You think in your head it's too big, and you just drop off the bandwagon, and it's not Kedai. What you do is, let's say you missed three daf a yantif, let's say you're holding in daf tezvav and beitza, you start today, Rosh Hashanah, right now. And you write down, I owe from daf tezvav, whatever, here. And eventually you make it up, and you will make it up, Beitz Hashem. But today, you do what Klai Yisrael is doing. Whatever, wherever they're holding, that's what you do. That is the best and most consistent way to stay consistent. Now, we do have to say a tremendous Akar Satayv to... It's full. It has stuff on it here. We're down to the last chair. Beautiful. It's okay. We'll leave that here. Fischl from Fischl Catering sponsored these Gemaras. You're talking about, I don't know the exact number, but 1,200 plus 300, because 300 guys, let's say from the Shia, brought in people. So first of all, tremendous Akarsa Tai for all the Gemaras that he sponsored with our logo, the special edition, etc. I want to read to you from, it's printed inside the Gemara. It's part of the Gemara. It, special edition. Here it is, page number one. This Gemara is dedicated in memory of our dear son Shai, Zuchran Levracha. Shai was a special person who always tried to help anyone he could. With his infectious smile and welcoming personality, he used his talents to help people in their Torah learning as well. Shai was, was a gifted learner, and Mesechus Rosh Hashanah was especially dear to him. He knew the entire Mesechus Shach of Yitari Balpen in the ninth grade. Shai was connected to Mesechus Rosh Hashanah, Belev Venefesh. In fact, on the Shabbos before he passed away, he was asked to fill in and deliver the Daf Yomishir. Oh, I don't know if I can read this. 
Shai agreed and delivered the shir with clarity and enthusiasm. The Masechta, Rosh Hashanah, Daf Beis. That's today's Daf. We hope that this Gemara and joining Rebellion Stefanski's special Daf Yomi Shir will change your life as it has for our family and so many others. May your learning and your journey through Shas be an Elias and Shama for our dear son, Shalom Yishaya, Ben Yibadol Chaim Toivim, Yitzchak Mordechai Fischl. Ah? Oh, good. Ah, open it up. Here we go. Uh-huh. Who wants to show off his new camera? No? That's all you can do? Ah, ah, now we're talking. Very nice. Once you're there, might as well see this. Here, what's over here? Right here. Yeah, now you're talking. Okay. We also have to thank all the other people that donated towards this project. It was a very large project, the largest project we've ever done. There was a lot, a lot of marketing and shipping and handling and all that. So thank you to everybody. Yesterday, Akiva Solkowitz, F94, texted me. He said, I want to do something in Masechtas Tainas, Lili Nishmas. My father-in-law, I think he said it was, starting off 250 Gemaras right away for the next Masechta. And I heard that somebody else that wants to take on even a much larger piece. We'll see how that goes. So thank you for everybody. And I think something very incredible happened here. I believe even if this project stops right here and there's no more Gemaras, but I think people learn to go out of their comfort zone. You can go over to any stranger in the store and say, hey, you do daf. Why not? I know the great, a great place for you to join. So perhaps that changed and that will be a big schos for Fischl and Lili Nishmas' son. Huh? What about them? Oh, yeah, the, I don't know what city that was. Somebody came over to me yesterday and said that a Magid Shir told him that five people joined his Shir because of all the ads that we put out. So th- they don't only come here, but the learning tire. It's unbelievable. <clears throat> All right, now one of the detractors of the daf is that people just keep on going, they learn a lot and they don't retain. So yesterday we spoke about a Chazara program that we do in the Kailo. As I mentioned, we have an amazing Kailo that's for MDY, for the Lemdim here. It's, first of all, it's designed for the Balabatim to learn with the Avrechim, but also they help the Shir in many different ways. And they just took a test on 600 daf, the tremendous Tamid Chachamim, and one of the guys there, took a test on the entire Shas and had the highest score in the entire world. He's a Belzer Chassid. Young guy. He knows Shas cold. We were hearing him yesterday. It's crazy. So the Chazar program that we do in the Kailal, and that's how they did the test for 600 daf, is basically you take the daf and you just Review the maskana of the sugya, the bottom lines of the sugya, not the back and forth and not the questions and the answers, the bottom line. And every daf has a certain amount of bottom lines. But once you commit that to memory, it only takes two minutes to review the whole daf. And then you review that and review that every day. You do it once, twice. Eventually, you don't have to review it anymore. You review that daf once every week, once every month. And that's how you commit it to memory. I'm offering to help out that you don't have to do 
the main points of the daf. I will do them for you if you want. The best ways to do it yourself. Figure it out yourself. But part of the eight-minute daf program, I will write it in Hebrew. We'll translate it in English. And you have the basic nikudis. And all you have to do is commit to memory. A bunch of guys came over to me yesterday and said they want to start it. Guys from New York sent in they want to do it. So the more the better. We're going to try it out this Masechta and then we're going to roll it out after Rosh Hashanah on a national scale if it works. So if you want to join, please join us. And just real quickly, we're almost done with time for the shear, that is. Shear is almost over. It was great knowing you. But it's a very short daf as usual. Just for the new guys. We are here in Eretz Yisrael in Ramat B'Chemesh. We built a building just for Daf Yaimi. It's called Merkaz Daf Yaimi. It might be the only one in the world. It's a Bismedrish dedicated only to Daf. We have the coffee machines in the back. We have everything here, the screens, the TV screens, that the uh, charts that we use all the time, and the pictures and the videos go up there. We have a booth on top with cameras and sophisticated equipment that records everything. We have Gary Ben Moshe up there all day. So... That's the basic idea. What else? Oh, I gotta get, just tell you before before you start Yishkoyach. The the uh, we gotta talk about the Nakuda. Maybe I didn't explain it hundred percent, and that is that our mishpacha. We have a family of where a Lubavitcher chassid goes and Zbenachim Oval the Litvak, where the Svardi goes and picks up the Ashkenazi from the airport, the chassid invites the, did I say misnagdim already? The Litvaks, the, um, the Kippas, no, but it happened to be that the Chassid invited a whole family of people he didn't even know to Muncie to his house. And it's an unbelievable camaraderie and mishpacha, and that's what keeps everybody going and together. So Rabbi without further ado, let's jump into it. Arba Roshe Shonimhem. We are very familiar with Rosh Hashanah. And we typically think of Rosh Hashanah as the first day of Tishrei. And the mission tells us there are other Rosh Hashanah. Another famous one that we know is Tu Bishvat, Rosh Hashanah Le'ilanas. And that's one that's mentioned in the Mishnah. In fact, this entire Mishnah is going to be discussed by the Gemara for two weeks straight. 14 daf, basically half of the Masechta. So anything I don't know and don't understand, I'll just tell you, it's in the Gemara. We'll get there. Arba Rashi Shanim Hain. We'll get there. There are four Rashi Shanim. Be'echod Benisan. Rashi Shanim Lemelachim. The first day of Nisan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have time to show all the beautiful Siyumim. But you know what? We'll do the opposite. I'm going to show one. Miami. It's the Siyum of Miami and the rest around the world. I don't know if you can see it real quick. I don't know if you can see it. Okay, let's say that. Let's pretend that these are all of them. Here's London. Here's Toronto. Here's RBS. RBS had over 150 people. We ran out of food because we were expecting 90, only 90 RSVP'd. 60 additional people showed up. Shkoyach, thanks to the 60 additional people. I know it's not you, it's the other guy. Shkoyach. But because of you, nobody had food. Including myself, Noam, and Gary. We ate potato kugel, three pounds of it at the end. 
Once we, once we did those, Tinek, Shkoyach. I said Miami, but they deserve another shout out to Miami. Lakewood. Lakewood. Queens. This guy here thought he's in the middle of diving, so that's why he's on his phone. <laughs> LA. Penny Shamron. Givaldic. I need to hold on to my Toronto one. No, London. London is the one I want to hold on to. Chicago doesn't exist. <laughs> they never sent me a picture. We'll get Chicago. Chicago is the first one. I don't know where it is. Okay. My boys, so let's familiarize ourselves with the months of the year in Hebrew. There's no argument that any time you count the month, it starts from Nisan. Nisan is number one. Nisan, Iyar, Sivan, Tammuz, Av, Elul, Tishrei, Cheshvin, Kislev, Tevis, Shvat, Odor. Odor is 12. It starts over. Nisan. Okay. Says the Gemara. Be'echot Nisan. Rosh Hashanah Lemelachim. So Rashi says something very interesting. Tysus asks, you don't understand. We're trying to make nice to the king. So when it comes to the kings, it seems like almost from Rashi that we're talking about a non-Jewish king. But later on the Gemara says we're talking about Jewish kings. So we have to understand Rashi a little bit. And we're going to see in the Gemara what exactly that means. So if a king, you say the second year of this and this king, Shleim HaMelech was a king in the second year of kingdom. It's referring to from Nisan. You start all over. Gemara is going to explain that if a king became a king, the tail end of Adar, the last day of Adar, so that's his first year. A day later is Nisan, the first day of Nisan. It's the second year already. Okay. So for kings, it starts in the first day of Nisan. Bilirir Golem. Gemara is going to explain. Because I have no idea. Bechot Be'elot. Rosh Hashanah. If we just had it the other day, if you have animals, you have to put them in a pen, the young, put them in, you open up the door, and as they leave, you count one, two, three, the tenth one gets a, a red, red paint, and you bring him to the Beis Hamikdash, you put the Imurim on the Mizbeach, and you get to eat the meat. The tenth one. Now, the halacha is, it says in the Pasuk, Aser to Aser. And it's talking about, it's called Tvozarecha. So you think that this is talking about wheat. But the Gemara Darshans in green to Aser, because it's a double Ashen, it should have said, Aser is called Tvozarecha. There's nothing wrong with saying one word Aser. Because it says a double Ashen, I learned from it also a different Meiser called Meiser Behema. And it says at the end of the Pasuk, Shana Shana. Each year is an individual year. You cannot take animals that were born in Tough shin, pay aleph, and use them together with animals that are in tough shin, pay base. But when does tough shin, pay base start? So for Meiser Behema, it starts on the first day of Elul, right here, number six. It's still the sixth month, but any animal that was born over here in Av cannot go together with the animal that was born in Elul. It's not Elul, rather the cutoff is the month following Elul Tishrei, which is Rosh Hashanah, basically what we call Rosh Hashanah. 
So that's when the actual year starts. We'll, ex- we'll explain. Very interesting. I had a conversation once with a taxi driver. And he said, you guys are messed up. Your Rosh Hashanah this year was on September 18th. And last year was on September 6th. How do you explain that, he tells me. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, you know we have a different calendar. But by us, it's like, Rosh- it's the beginning. No, you had no clue. My, I'm telling you, my sister, No, it's true. True story. Right now, we're in a Shemitah year, Rabbi Yisai. When does Shemitah start? You can't plow the field, you can't see the field. It starts, Rosh Hashanah, that we know it. True story. A guy just recently pushed off his Aliyah. He's not making Aliyah this year because he said it's too confusing. The Hilchah Shemitah. True story. He didn't know how to deal with the vegetables. We don't know how to, I still don't know anything about, like, you have to keep the, the peels in a bag and a, all these halachas. What's nachri, vul nachri, this. You learn it quickly, but it gets a little confusing and I can understand why they said, you know what, let's push it off. He got confused. He didn't know when it starts, when it is. He heard Shemitah, Shemitah year, that's it. He won't be here for two years. Vila Yoivlois. Yoivel is every seven Shemitah years, the 50th year is Yoivel. We just learned the other day, again, I don't know, it was yesterday, the day before, that when Yoivel comes, the, the Karka real estate goes back to the original owners. Lanatiyah, what else is Rosh Hashanah for? Arla, if you have a tree, you can't eat the fruit for three years. And I really wish I knew this halacha earlier because I have an orange tree on my porch Tiny mini oranges, and I plant. We planted it there when we basically moved into our apartment, which was eight years ago. Every year, I have nerve, and I can't eat from it. I'm not sure if it's Arla. I don't remember when I planted it, but over here, you save like three quarters of a year because the year actually starts on Tishrei. So if you planted it two days before Tishrei, that's a whole year, and then Tishrei comes the second year. So I could have eaten from those fruits six years ago, basically. But then there's Revai. Okay. Villa Yerokos. Vegetables, you have to give trumas and maestros. You give maestros, but you cannot take from the vegetables that belong to the previous year. So vegetables that were harvested before Rosh Hashanah, you cannot give trumas and maestros. Oh, let's talk about trumas and maestros for a second. Beautiful. The reason here, where's that thing? Couldn't believe it. In this picture, in the London Seam, I was looking closely, see if I recognize anybody. And sure enough, there's a guy holding this. In the middle of the picture. Here, you look closely. Here he is. It's like, it's beautiful. You see? Uh, right over here. Now, why is it so beautiful? Because the concept of Trumas and Maestras and Tuman Tahira are very scary to most folks. But once you come to the Shear, just a few days, this thing pops up and it becomes second nature. And Trumas and Maestras, if you have a crop of fruit, you have to give approximately 2% to the kind. That's step number one. It's called Trumagdoil. From the 98%, take 10% and give it to the Levi. That's step two. Step three, the Levi takes his 10% and gives from his 10%, 10% to the kain, and that's called Trumas Maestras. Now, on years one, two, four, five of Shemitah cycle, you give Maiser Shaini 
And that is, you take some of the fruit, you bring it to your shlime, you eat it yourself, or you tra- trade it into money, and you buy steaks with it. And on years, three, six, you give it, it to the Ani. When does the year one, two, four, five start and end? And when does three, six, it starts with Rosh Hashanah. Liliurakos, for vegetables, the same thing. It starts by Rosh Hashanah. I can't take vegetables that grew last year and I cut last year and use them for Trumas and Maizras this year. Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon. It's called Ashvat. Ashvat. I just made that up. It's not even a good one. There's two Bishvat and there's Ashvat. According to Beishama, it's the Aleph Shvat. That's Rosh Hashanah Le'ilonois. Be'siloimim Bechamisha Asar Boy. It's Kedir Beishama. Be'siloimim Bechamisha Asar Boy. It's two Bishvat. Says the Gemara, Lamelachim. The first thing, Nisan is for kings. What does it mean? Lamahilchasa. Why is there a special day? Why can't they just go by the yard side, the the day that the king go, comes in? The king came in on the second day of Adar. So next year, on the second day of Adar, is his second year. Why? Why a special date that applies to all kings? Omer This is a special halacha for. Shtarais, for documents, the snan, shitrei choiv hamugdamim psulim, vamukharim ksherim, very, very simple. If Bezdin finds out there's some monkey business going on here, imagine a guy has a piece of real estate of Manhattan and he sells a beautiful building to someone. That someone goes to the title company, does a search to see if there's any liens on the building. That's what we do today. Well, they do a search and they, they hear that the guy doesn't owe any money. Because if he did owe any money, that building would have a lien on it to the person he owes money. And the person that has the lien on it would come and take the building. The only reason why Ruvain purchased the building is because he found out that there's no lien on it. Because if there's a lien, people talk about it, there's a coil, everybody knows. Great. What did this Chavriman do? He took a star and he predated it. He borrowed money after he sold his real estate. Everything was good. But in the shtar it says that he borrowed the money before he sold the real estate. And then the Malva, the guy that lends the money, comes to the guy that bought the building in Manhattan and says, the building is mine. Ah, I didn't hear about it. You know why I didn't hear it? Because it never happened. But he's lying. So because that could happen, if you change the date, you predate it, you cannot use that shtar, says Rashi. But if you look carefully in Rashi, Rashi is of the opinion that you cannot use it to, to sue somebody for real estate, for real property. But you could use the shtar still. It seems almost from Rashi. If you just learned the Gemara, you think, like other Rishayim, that you can never use the shtar. It's like a knas. No, it's a knas towards real estate, but you could still use the shtar for like a, mil, like a milval pet. Right. So, uh, should I go into this here? What happened is as follows. The Adim, this is Rashi's example. The Adim saw that somebody lent money. There's no argument. There was a, there was a, somebody lent money to somebody else. Ruby lent money to Shimon. And that happened, they saw it in Tamos. They, they, they were asked to sign a star in Kislev. Now, you're permitted 
You're allowed to lie in the star and say that it was post-dated, not predated. Post. You can say that the halva. If I saw that it happened in Thomas, I could write a star in Kislev. That's not a problem. The problem is to predate it. Now, if the first of the year is Nisan, and there's it's always the first of the year, Nisan. All, all kings go by Nisan. So now it's very simple. Tammuz happens four months after Nisan, and Kislev happens nine months after Nisan, and therefore this is a kosher star. But if this is not the beginning, let's say this is the beginning, Tishrei, like Rosh Hashanah. You ask me when's the beginning of the year? Rosh Hashanah. Great. So here, what happened first? Kislev happened first. And then only afterwards, we come around the circle, you have Nisan, Eir, Sivan, Tammuz, and then the Edim said they saw, they testified, we saw it happen. Wait a minute, that happened one, two, three, four, five, six, seven months later. And that's possible. So that's why we have to be consistent and say that the year always starts in Nisan, and this is a case where the Shtar is kosher because the Edim saw it, and they signed it later on, and that's okay. That's what's going on. If the king became a king right over here on the 29th day of Adar, all the way in the bottom, in the 12th month, once the year starts over, that's it. It's a full year. So now he starts the second year. He's here. He's only a king for one and a half days. Full year. Thank you for, for serving for a whole year. And now, the second year starts. And the Gemara is going to say, what's the big chiddush here? And if he started out over here the first day of Nisan, then what's obvious? He has to go 12 months in a row. He has to do 12 months. We just learned. What's the chiddush of Kamashmalan? We just turned to that base. Oy vey, I don't have the sponsorship, but it's sponsored by Natan Kushnud. It's for his two sons, Kalev and whatever, and Vaira, two sons, that they should do well in Eretz Yisrael, and they should have Cheshik for Torah and Mitzvah in Yerushalayim. Amen. And by the MDY, eight-minute Tehillim group for Shiduchim, Yeshuas, and Refuas. Okay. So Kamash Malon, Shkoyach, and to teach us a big yisoyed. Because there is a machlaikz in fact, and we hold that one day is a full day, not like the mandoma that says that one day is not a full day, a full year. And if the king became a king the first day of Nisan, the first of the year, you have to go a full year. What is the chiddush? What does the imnu alei mother mean? They voted for him. All they did is vote. They never actually made him king. They voted for him. And voting is not enough. I think voting is counted as part of the, as a year. They voted here. This is where voting occurs. And they... They, bring, they say, everybody says he's the king, but they only made him a king over here. This counts as zero. The king dies all the way at the end of the year, and they bring in another king right away. 
David HaMelech is king for 40 years. He dies, let's say, he dies in Adar. And then Shleim HaMelech comes along and he starts, be, he's the king. So we could either say, we could write in our star the 40th year to, to David, or the first year Shlomo, you decide, you pick or choose. <coughs> same thing. It's the same halacha. The Gemara is going to say what the Chiddush is. It's a side Chiddush. What if it happened over here? In this month, it's talking about that he has, it's the son of a king, a new Chiddush. The point, same exact point. Two kings, you could call this year the 40th or the first, whatever you want to do. He dies in other down here at the end of the year. And another one comes in the beginning of Nisan. So you could also, not a big Kiddush. You count this for the last king. You count this for the new king. Everything is great. Let's see. What's the Kiddush here? You could count one other for two kings. What's the Kiddush? Maybe it should only be based on the first king, not on the second king. How can you use one year and count it twice? It, it's actually a big chiddush. They call this year Toshin Pei Beis, but also Toshin Alat. It doesn't really work, maybe. You could. Same exact halacha, but instead of saying Adar, it says Nisan. Pshita, we just said Adar. Maybe... If you're all the way at the end of the year, one day there, you consider it a full year. But if the king dies right over here, so why would I consider it a full year? He died in the beginning of the year. Kamashwan is considered a year. One king died down here at the end of the year. The next king took time until they found another king. They put him in here. He started the year off as the king. Of course, the last month goes based on the last king. There's no king. Why would I consider a new king? And the second, and the, and the beginning of the year is by the new king. Of course, the king wasn't even alive then. What happened was, we said before, that just voting for somebody is nothing. But what if you vote for somebody that's the son of a king? He's the son of the Rebbe. Everybody knows he's going to be the Rebbe. There's not even a question. You don't even have to vote for him. Stam for the procedure. So maybe... He's already the Rebbe, he's already the king. So we should start counting it from down here. Kamash Malon, no. Now the same, it should be counted for two years. Kamash Malon. How do you know that kings start from up here, not from Tishrei, like the year of Shemitah and everything else? How do we know? Just in case you're not looking inside the Gemara, I printed it for you. But also, because it's important to point out these words here. It says, Let's say, in red. What's the second month here? Look over here. What's the second month? Iyar. Ziv is Iyar. Rashi just points out that Bashan Aravis is going on the following words. says it's out of order a little bit. Okay. It's the fourth year of Shleimah Melech's rule. Down here it says, and up here it says, 
So I know that just like Yitzis Mitzrayim was, we all know, when Pesach is, it's in Nisan, so too, a kingdom starts in Nisan. Now, obviously, we know that Yitzis Mitzrayim was in Nisan. But perhaps the year starts in Tishrei. Maybe we're counting years, not from when we leave Mitzrayim, but from Tishrei. It happens to be an historical event happened in Nisan, but the year is actually Tishrei. That can't be. Let's just do this very, very, very simple. Two stories in the Torah. Aaron Akoyin dies in Av. Okay. Then the Torah talks about Sichain. Sichain? Moshe Rabbeinu killed Sichain? When did that happen? In Shvat, in the 11th month. Now, we know, as the Gemara is going to prove, that this, Aaron died before Sichain. So it has to be that Nisan is before. Because, let's say Tishrei is in between. Tishrei slices it in half over here. Look, five, six, seven. Aaron died in the fifth month. Tishrei is in the seventh month. So then it can't be that they're in the same year. And we know that they're in the same exact year, in the 40th year. The only way 5 and 11 can be in the same year is if the year starts over here at 1. But if the year starts in Tishrei in the middle, so now this is the 41st year. It can't be, it can't be in the same year. Pasha says the Gemara, let's see inside. The 40th year, let's say, that happened in Nov, in the fifth month. What's a Shteosar? If you ask anybody, how much is a Shteosar? Right. Normally you'd say a Shteosar is 12. A Shteosar is 11. And there's a Gemara, I forgot where, somewhere, in Subas maybe, that says that Kalamaisiv Gerea, because Shteosar, Shneemasar, is 12. But if you do Ashteyosar, you add to it, you're actually ruining it. You make it less. It's a way to remember that Ashteyosar is less than 12. It's 11. Okay, just a side point. Because over here, where Aaron Akarin died, his Nifter was in the 40th year. And Shvat is also down here, it's also the 40th. The Chlad Rosh Hashanah left Tishrei, it cannot be. That Rosh Hashanah is in between, because then down here would be the 41st year. Now let's look at the Pasuk real quickly. We're almost done, Rabbi said, don't worry about it. You'll get your kids in a second. And it says, It says, Mufurish, that this happened 40 years to Mitzrayim. Okay. But Tzichoy, how do you know that that happened 40 years after, over there? It doesn't say anything about Mitzrayim. Maybe we're counting from Akamas HaMishkan. Now the Mishkan was built in the second year, so perhaps you're right. Look, this and this are in the same year. You know why? Because this was counted from the Mishkan. So it's really 41st year. From Mitzrayim. Fine. <clears throat> This is Gemara. 
Since it says, it says these words, but it doesn't say to what? I don't know to what. But over here it does say. It says, So this, this Pasuk right over here, the 40 explains that it's Mitzrayim. So the 40 here, that's not, there's no pshat what it is. It could be to Mitzrayim, it could be 40 years to the Mishkan. Now I know what it is. You base this similarly to what Rav Papa did with Esrim Esrim later on in the Sugya. Makan, Litzis Mitzrayim, Afkan, Litzis Mitzrayim, Raboisai, have a wonderful day. Stick around. You'll be addicted before you know it. Have a great day.